on an emerging generation of kings. Let's go. I'm going to be rushing in the service. Not rushing, but picking up the pace. Zephaniah chapter 3, 14 to 20. Zephaniah chapter 3, 14 to 20. In the first service, I laid a foundation for our motives and our hearts and stuff like that. In the second service, I'm going to be talking about God's methodology for fame. If God is going to make you famous, why does he do it? And how does he do it? And what are the things that you need to watch out for if you're on the mainland can you shout a loud hallelujah till everybody hears you even all the way to the supreme court so they can really make up their minds amen sing O daughter of zion shout O israel be glad and nobody's shouting and singing I ain't supposed to be shouting. <laughs> so rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your judgments. Come on now. He has cast out your enemy. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall see disaster no more. In that day, you shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear. Let me just prophesy over somebody. Nigeria right now is a situation where many people are afraid and they are scared. God says don't fear. Your fear is likely going to attract you what the enemy has planned. So when you have fear in your life, you are hastening the devil's process. Look at somebody say, I'm not even afraid of you. I can't even be scared of you. Look at that person say, who are you for me to be afraid? If I, I can't, I can't. Some of you are even so afraid. You're not looking at them eyeball to eyeball. You're saying, I'm not afraid of you. Look at them eyeball to eyeball. Say, I, I ain't scared of you. I'm not scared of the old notes or the new notes. I'm not scared of the buhaha or the... I'm not scared of... Uh, I'm not scared. High five somebody till their palms burn up and blister. And Sunday, tell that person, I am not scared. Tell that person, do not be afraid. Say, do not be afraid. Give me NKJV. Why are you giving me HCBS or HSBC? Do not be afraid. Do not fear, Zion. Let not your hands be weak. The Lord your God in your midst the mighty one he will save you god will save you there are things that are coming in nigeria but god will save you god will save you from accidents from delays don't as good as you after a while from delays god will save you from death from disease god will save you from shame from reproach god will save you from sapa God will save you from lack. When it looks like everything is falling and failing, they will say, how is Jade doing it? She's looking like 10 over 10 minus nothing. Oh, come on, you better insert your name right about now. Then they will say, oh, how are you doing it? They say your name is Sunday, but even on Monday, you're so fine. Oh, can I talk right now? Are you here? They're going to look at princess and say, oh, no, you're not just a princess, you're a queen. A queen that needs no clothes or queen. 
or Negro Queen or Camel Queen. I find your name and tell that person, God will save you and you'll find him. Say, God is going to save you. Say, God is going to save you. Some of you don't look like you're ready for salvation. When men say there's a casting down, you will say there's a lifting up. This year, 2023, will be the best year of your life so far. In this in Nigeria, you're going to get nominated, but you just get nominated and you get the award. You get the recognition. Come on now. You will buy your land this year. The series this year will not be something you write about. There will be a reflection of your reality in God. So when we say rich and famous, you're not going to be like, oh, Sayapala. You will encounter your appointment with it. He said, Lord will save you, will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. God will carry you and say, somebody give me a baby. Not a baby, baby. Give me a, uh, something that can look like a baby. Wrap it up and put it in a shawl. <laughs> right? Put, put a baby. Create a baby. And God is going to rejoice over you with singing. Oh, come on. Does it take this long to make a baby? Put a baby inside. <laughs> Pastor, it takes longer than this to make a baby. So when God, when it says, which is why you were singing, this is a word picture. Emmanuel is good to see you. Emmanuela, Emmanuel her. Because God is with you. Right? <laughs> this baby is not babying. <laughs> The baby's not baby. But see, it's a word picture when it says, the mighty one will save you. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Now, who are the people that rejoice over who are singing? Mothers over their babies. God is saying, I'm going to baby you. Oh, y'all, y'all. You might not have a boyfriend, but I'll be your man friend. I'll give you the soft life. That soft life you're looking for from a man, God will give it to you. So that when the man comes, he comes meeting you already pampered by God. Somebody say, I'm pampered but not spoiled. Oh, y'all say, say like a minute. I'm pampered but not spoiled and pampered by God. God is giving you preferential treatment. He's giving me the VIP pass. He's giving me access. So God will carry you. And when the mother is singing, is the mother looking everywhere? Where's the mother looking? At the baby. God's full attention is on you. You have to believe that. This is one of the elements for victory in your prayer life. When you pray as if you are the only person that God is paying attention to. Not from a place of selfishness, but from a place of security in the eternal love of God. That as many as his children are, his love for you is personal. So when God looks over you, which kind of Yoruba God is that? He speaks every language. I don't know the Igbo one, but Igbo one could be 
Whatever the who knows the Igbo songs for babies? Do you know the Igbo songs? You don't know the boy. You know what I'm singing is not it. Come, come and sing for. Do you have an Igbo song? Give us the tune. Oh ye weruwa ne ba kwa Wirutu wa ne ba kwa We chozuza we chose We kamara mjundodi Umuni narachira It's sweet, right? How many of you know that some of the mothers also compose songs? New songs will erupt from your spirits in this season of your life when it looks like there's mourning across the world you will hear the voice of God singing it into your next dimension thank you for the beautiful song get ready for God releasing new sounds over your life one of the first things I want to do before I show you how God makes you famous in this service is to assure you that God is not going to watch you suffer he's not going to watch you suffer and he's not going to leave the responsibility of your welfare to those who are going to shout your fame. God chooses to be your first fan before he sends you any fan online. Say, I'm your fan. I will fan your flickers into flames. Are you getting that now? Who's the first fan of a child? The mother. He's called the multi-breasted one. The one who feeds you. So the first, if God knows you, I said, I don't know why you guys watched that part. But I said the first service, if God knows you, you are famous enough. Are you here? Because there are those who did many mighty works. At the end of the age, they'll come and say, we did many mighty works in your name. We have cast out devils. In other words, they had a long following on earth. But Jesus said, depart from me. I never knew you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. But no, th for those of us who are known by God, God is saying, I am your first fan. If God is rooting for you, it doesn't matter who's trying to uproot you. Oh, come on now. If God is rooting, look at some say, God is rooting for me. Look at some say, I mean, no disrespect. But even if my hair roots, your hair roots are not quite rooted. God is so rooting for me. Hmm. I'll rejoice over you with singing. And then he says, Do not fear. Oh, I will gather those who sorrow over the appointed assembly. Write that down. Write appointed assembly. Who among you to whom its reproach is a burden? Behold, at that time, I will deal with all who afflict you. Yeah. Try to get back at people. God says, I'm good at handling that. <laughs> I will save the lame and gather those who were driven out. Now, verse 20. Let's read verse 20 together. At that time, I will bring you back even at the time I gather you for I will give you I will give you and praise among all the peoples of the earth. When I return your captives before your eyes. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm not looking for your fame. God will give you my own. 
Oh, didn't sound excited about that. <laughs> he said, I'll give you fame. And then he said, in every land where they were put to shame. So there's rhyme in the Bible. I'll give you fame in every land where they were put to shame. You know the game, eh? At that time, I will bring you back. Even at that time, I will gather you. For I will give you fame. It says it again. Fame and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I return your captives before your eyes. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. So God promises the believer fame. But I ask you to uh, write down something earlier. He speaks about the appointed assembly. In other words, every believer has an appointment with fame. God ordained it. But there is an assembly for your fame. Not everybody is going to be world famous. Some people are going to be school famous. Some people are going to be church famous. Some people are going to be street famous. Some people are going to be city famous. Some people are going to be nation famous. Some people are going to be internationally famous. Not everybody will be globally famous. And it's not because God loves some people more than others, but because God in his precision and perfection has ordained that as useful as the kidney is, it must not be kept on top of your head. Right? Because if the kidney is on top of your head, as I've touched your head now, what will happen to the kidney? You say, are you kidding me? Utila, the kidney are gone. Imagine if your kidney was behind your backside. As you sit on it, it's a boss. You see, so the placement of your popularity is based on purpose. Is not based on superiority. So the fact that somebody is more popular than, on, than you does not mean they're more valuable than you. As a matter of fact, when Paul writes about the different parts of the body, he said the more delicate parts of the body, the more sophisticated parts of the body, they are in the hidden dimension. Which means that sometimes your popularity and your placement can be deceptive to the undiscerning eye. What it means is, the fact that you're not popular does not mean you're not powerful. Because your heart, now let me give you an example. How many of you get compliments? I mean, if you're a king's person, by your third Sunday, at least three to four people have given you compliments. We roll like that, like that. Right? How many of you have gotten compliments from kings before? I'm not saying complimentary breakfast. <laughs> so I broke up with her, I gave her complimentary breakfast. Not talking about all that kind of stuff. Right? Y'all didn't get that one. You get it next year. How many of you have gotten compliments before? Shout it. What did they compliment you about? Your lipstick. <laughs> Hope it wasn't a man. <laughs> Who wants your lip to stick? Your hair. Complimented your hair, alright? You're not sure which one to come. Your trainers, because you're a trainer yourself. Come on. How come you're trying to miss your train of thought? You're good. Good work. <laughs> she, bad guy. Sir, your work <laughs> will speak for you. <laughs> Don't let me dissect that response. Your singing ministry. All right? Lois, anybody complimented you? What are you complimented about? 
Oh yeah, pardon me. Your her. <laughs> How about your Aaron? Aaron and her. All right. Now, now they've complimented your eyes. Nobody said my face. Nobody said my eyes, my nose, my smile. All right. Complimented that. Have you ever seen anybody come? Oh my gosh! Lovely kidneys. Man, your right ventricle is ventricling. Oh gosh. See your vein. Your vein is not in vain. My God, your bladder is so cute. How does it how does it accommodate peace? So please don't let me leave you in peace. <laughs> you see that? Now, but imagine this. How many of you know that your face can be affected and your body is still functioning well? But if your bladder is dysfunctional, you could start a baptismal service on your seat. Come on now. Rain is pouring another carry. <laughs> are we getting this? So the fact that you are not globally popular or globally famous does not mean your ministry is inoperative. The Bible says there was a certain uh, two people, Hannah and Simeon. They were waiting for the coming of Jesus Christ and they were praying in the temple night and day. Now we're not told of any other achievement in their lives. But that was such a significant ministry. Why? Because every prophecy is powered by intercession. Oh, come on now. Now, the power of intercession is that many times, particularly those who are called to that ministry, your popularity will not be in the public place because your presence in the public space can actually be a threat to your intercessory ministry. That's why Jesus withdrew himself a great while before. Are you seeing this now? So understand God's perspective on fame. Number one, it is for an appointed time at an appointed place to an appointed assembly. For example, Jesus, the most famous person in the world, right? But do you know that for the first 30 years of his life, nobody was rating him. Everybody was berating him. But imagine if Jesus said, no, 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 no. I didn't come from heaven to earth to do nonsense. How can you not acknowledge me inside this world? Let me be famous. Let me quickly build the first 20-story building and show them that I'm a carpenter, but I'm a carpenter with a difference. He would have been the most popular carpenter in the world who missed out on his assignment. So fame can be a distraction when purpose is not aligned with. And the thing about fame, Jerry, keys, don't make fame lose your keys, cause you to lose your keys. Jerry Siolua, testify of the goodness of God. The thing about fame is that it's very attractive. Very attractive. But when its purpose is not known, it can become destructive. So don't find your purpose in fame find the purpose of fame somebody say i understand a couple of things how does god how before i talk about how god makes you famous or the ways in which god makes you famous let's look at how people become famous please help me go to uh, matthew chapter 5 and 16 
I want us to read from verse 14, please. I'm hearing something like a metronome. Yoba Deva Labasis. All right, please read from verse 14 to 16, everybody. Go, go, go. Please, can you read as if you're happy to be alive? Go for it. Better. Mm-hmm. Right. Please go back to verse 14. Three major things you must consider. Number one, there's an appointed time. There's an appointed place. There's an appointed people. Your obsession must never be with fame. Your obsession must be with God. Don't seek fame. Seek God. And God will give you the fame your purpose needs. Because fame is a tool. Fame is not a destination. Fame is a tool. Listen, when you get to that place that you consider currently famous right now, let's say your definition of fame is 10 million people to follow me on Twitter, right? When you get 10 million people, how many of you know that there will be a part of you that wants another 10 million? Another 20 million? Same thing with riches. There was a time in your life where you thought a millionaire was a lot of money. And then you got a million and two, then three and four. And your mind are like, ah, uh -uh. where is the 50 million? That's to let you know that you cannot obsess over things. Because things will mislead you. The Bible never says as many as are led by things, they are the children of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. When God leads you, you will be able to identify the things you need to actualize his leading. So see a couple of things here. Number one, you are the what? Say it louder, you are the? Please say with conviction, you are the? If you have one follower, who are you? If you have two followers on Instagram, who are you? If you have five million followers, who are you? If you have ten billion followers, I don't know where you get them. Who are you? Numbers don't change your nature. That's powerful. Numbers don't change your nature. Now, somebody will be like, ah, if I have 100,000 people, I will share more things online. No, 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 no. Whatever you're doing right now is what you're likely to do more of when you have more money, more energy, more resources, more fame, more acknowledgement. He did not say, when you get to the top of the hill, you will become the light of the world. What many of us try to do is, God, just test me with, test me with fame. I will show you that I represent you. No. He didn't say when you are set upon a hill, you become the light of the world. No, you are the light of the world. Before you are given the platform, you are the light of the world. So when you receive the platform, don't go and change into something else. Or don't try to pretend you are something else 
and then try to speak their language because you think you'll be better accepted where you are. You were placed there because you were liked. You were not placed there because you were liked. So why are you trying to be liked and hiding your light? Just because you think that maybe if I compromise and if I do things the way people do things, they will like me some more. See, their likeness has very little value compared to what God has for you and compared to the complications of the assignment and destiny that you have. So you're the light of the world. A city that is set on the hill cannot be hidden. Give me the next verse. It says that nobody lights a candle and then puts it under a bushel, basket, but on a lampstand and it gives light to all. So where do they put it? On a light stand or lampstand. What is that? There is a place for your fame. There is something you will be famous for. Even if it's not running after fame. He was famous for not being famous. Those who try to shame us will discover that we're actually famous. On a lampstand, so there's a place and then to give light to all who are in the house, there is a people. And so the next verse then says, let your light so shine before men. So here is the deal. You have an appointment with fame, but God wants you to fulfill that appointment, to respond to that appointment. When the new president is sworn in, when he's sworn in, he's going to have a list of appointees. And do you know they're going to, give, they're going to be given the opportunity to decline? I hope you know that. There's going to be an offer. It's not compulsion, not slave trade, no. There's going to be an offer, right? There'll be conversations. That means the fact that you are appointed for fame does not mean you live up to it. Because what you have by covenant promise, you receive by covenant responsibility. So there are five major ways in which any human being on earth can become famous. Anybody who has become famous is one of these five ways. Are you ready for the five? Are you ready for the five? Number one, he will become famous by election or appointment. So politicians, judges, people in public offices, trade unions, they can get appointed and then you have MC. Right, MC Hammer. <laughs> Nigerian for sure. You gotta pray just to make it a day. And so we pray. So we don't know MC Hammer. So, so people can become famous by election or appointment. So you made the chief judge. Some of you didn't study law, but you be like the chief judge. Look at him. He was don't be the chief judge in the court of humanity. What kind of low voice is that? Can you speak with spunk and spark and energy? So you become famous by election or appointment. So for example, the new prime minister of London all of a sudden becomes popular. Uh, uh, Macron of, of Ghana, France. 
becomes popular by what election or appointment that's the first way number two you can become famous by achievements so music stars uh, sports so for example you some balls all of a sudden we discovered the fame but he had been rehearsing and disciplining himself making sacrifices and staying on a diet and having coaches and running around different landscapes for so long for so many years but then when it broke the record at what olympics was that what, what, what was that was that uh, Japan Korea 2012 London London Olympics 2012 yeah then all of a sudden boom himself and Michael Phelps boom they just became popular by achievements some of you became popular in school because you scored 105 over 100 sound like didn't about yes I put you that because give everybody extra marks and then you didn't fill any any course you became popular by the number three you can become famous by association fanzine you don't live in Akurajo, but you are Akurajo. some of you you did this in primary school and secondary school you are not the smartest of the lot but you attached yourself to the smartest people and when they try to break you out of the circle, you say, I will never let you go. Unless you bless me, I will never. <laughs> right? You saw the in club or the in thing and then you decided to attach yourself. You can become famous by association. And then you can become famous by chance. Yup can become famous there's a guy called i think his name was ted williams some guy who had a very rich voice who was homeless in america many years ago and all of a sudden somebody discovered him and then it became this voice he has a very rich voice can google the story becomes very popular but as he begins to as he began to get other jobs and other uh responsibilities he had this drug pattern and this drug habit that took him all the way down was famous by chance and number five you can become famous because you're royalty so if you're from uh the queen's family well now the king's family right harry styles sorry megan and harry right you can become famous because of that because you're just born into that house because you're a baby in that house all of a sudden you have a blog that actually has more hits than people's generations lumped together and multiplied by a million times <laughs> just because you were born so how does god make you famous number one the believer has an appointment with fame by election because you are in christ jesus there's an allocation of fame now don't forget what i said not everybody is going to be world famous not every believer is going to be world famous but every believer is light and light always gets attention at least in some place the kind of light or the rather the kind of attention you get is also dependent on the kind of light that you are so in matthew 16 when it says let your light so shine before men he didn't say go and be competing with your neighbor's light 
or your sister's light or your friend's light it means you must know what your own light is and let it shine now what is the essence of your light the life of christ on the inside of you in him was life and the life was the light of man the light shines in darkness however that particular light has a certain expression that god wants through you high five somebody around you and even looking like they're not here i give you my permission to pinch them just a little they don't make it too hard and tell them don't sleep on and let your light shine you have an appointment in christ jesus with that number two god wants your achievements not to point to self or vainglory but it wants your achievements to point to him and so we have a case study david the one who killed goliath many of us know that david killed goliath we understand also by appointment by birth david i was elected by grace for the bible says that jesus is called the son of david he's called the root and the stem of david so david had fame by appointment and, and uh election but he also had fame by achievement and when he was going to kill goliath he did not hide the name of his god please look at your neighbor and say stop hiding the name of jesus stop editing the name of jesus stop trying to feel cool when god wants you to be hot was the achievement he brought down Goliath and what in whose name he said you come against me with swords and spears but I come against you in the name of the Lord in the name of the Lord how does the Lord do that he gives you empowerment and equipment to achieve great things to do many mighty things let's look at an example in the book of uh, Joshua chapter 6 Joshua chapter 6, there's this mighty, amazing miracle. One of the most popular stories in the Bible. The walls of Jericho coming down flat. Give us verse 27 media. And after all of that, we go around the wall, the wall comes down flat. The Bible says in verse 27, So the Lord, Joshua 6 verse 27 media, So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame spread somebody says spread Sp say spread please don't look at another person before you spread something else spread. if you are saying spread like that you are looking forward i wish sure the person's neck in front of you is fine before you start right Media helpers, Joshua 6, verse 27. So the Lord was Joshua, and his fame spread throughout all the country. You see that? So Joshua had been popular before. What was he popular as before? He was popular as, as Moses' assistant. It was a dimension of popularity, I hope you know. Right? Because everybody that wanted to see Moses would be like, you gotta go through Joshua. That was a level of fame. Now, if some people despise that level, will they get to the next level? God can trust you with fame in a country when he has not trusted you with fame with a person. If you have failed the fame test on a personal basis, don't expect new levels of fame on a national basis. The worst is God was with him. Now, how did that happen? He achieved, as it were, something. Now, don't forget, the achievement of the believer is not vainglorious. It's not what I set my mind to do. It's not motivational speaking. The achievement of the believer is the alignment with the instructions of God. That's the achievement.
Because what God says to Joshua, go around the wall seven times. If he had tried to fight, that would have been failure. Fighting when God says march is you advancing your failure. Marching when God says march is an achievement in heaven. David wanted to build a temple for God. God said, no, don't build a temple. How many of you know if he had built the temple, that would have still been a sin? It's <laughs> powerful. Number three, how else does God bring fame association? For some of us, our fame is not going to be what we do, what we achieve, what we invent. Listen, some of you have no business writing any book. You have every business marketing books that are written by others. Some of you have no business starting a company. You have every business working in one and taking it to another level. Some of you have no business sitting on a throne, proverbially, Jonathan. Your role is to be a destiny facilitator in the life of somebody else. Are you here now? Because in a generation where everybody wants to lead, who supports those who are leading? If everybody wants to be the nose, who's going to be the lungs? Because I hope you know the, the nose is not much good if the lungs have collapsed. Yet the lungs are not seen. But the lungs will determine whether the person who owns them will see longer. <laughs> Fame by association. God told the disciples, follow me. If Peter had said, no, 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 is this fishing I want to be doing for the rest of my life? How many of you know there will be no book like the book of Peter? Ask your neighbor, what association are you despising? Ask the other neighbor, what instructions are you overlooking? What divine project are you undermining? Fame by chance. God does not give the believer fame by chance. However, he can lead the believer into environments that amplify his fame even though he was not thinking about it. So let me give an example. In Saul, King Saul, he was looking for his father's donkeys and then he hears oh there's a prophet down there let's go and see the prophet and take something and go and see him and all of a sudden he encounters the prophet it was not something he planned to do or when david was going to another level in terms of his fame the bible says that his father said go and check upon your brothers listen you don't become famous god's way by making it a goal mm -mm. the most famous people in the bible it was not their goal to be famous Jesus didn't say, by the age of 30, I'll be the best known person in the world. David didn't say, oh, don't worry. I can see my destiny. I'll kill a giant. Giant. The pathway to what God has for you is guided by faith, not ambition. We walk by faith, not ambition, not self-will, not self-determination. And that's why sometimes when it looks like you don't know what you're doing, that's a very good place to be. Because it gives you a greater opportunity to rely on God than your experience. In fact, some of us are more experienced than we need for this phase of our lives. <laughs> oh, can I talk? Because instead of seeking the face of God, you stay seeking your strategies from the past. And number five, God gives you fame because you're from his royal family. So what is my responsibility, pastor, when you said to me, don't seek fame, seek God. <laughs> 
said, don't find purpose in fame. Find the purpose of fame. What should I do? How is it supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? The real purpose of fame is the glory of God. Secondary to that, which is almost the same thing, is the goodness of God. God wants to make his goodness popular. Therefore, when he gives you fame, he's giving you fame as an amplifier of what he's saying. So, for example, I have amplification, therefore you can hear what I'm saying. Am I still speaking? Is it louder now? Can you hear me better? Fame is like a microphone. God uses it to amplify his words. Fame is like a microphone. God uses, uses it to amplify his message. His intention. It's the people of the world that seek fame as a thing to be grabbed. A thing to be hounded. A thing to be held onto. A thing to kill for. Listen, fame is nothing to kill for. Fame is something you should be willing to kill for the purposes of God. Let me say that again. Fame is not something you should kill for. But fame is something you should be willing to kill for God to be glorified. Jesus did that. When they said, want to see Jesus, want to see Jesus, said some Greeks have come to say they want to see Jesus. They came to uh, Philip. Philip came to Nathaniel. Came to Nathaniel. Nathaniel came to Philip. Came to Jesus. Jesus said, ah, it's time for me to go. Because I've become too famous as the only custodian of the presence of God on earth. Therefore, if anybody wants to see Jesus, they have to come and look for me. So I have to die so I can show them that it's God that deserves all the fame. And not one human being. Oh, come on, y'all. If you're clapping, clap like you know God is rich and famous. Please, when next we set up this place, can you move the chairs forward? This distance doesn't work. It creates too much of a division. Move people forward and, and make the chairs a lot closer. And High five your name. And tell them it's not about you, it's about the God in you. So what is the secret? God said, Matthew 5 verse 16, let your light so shine. Now notice, God's way to fame, two major things. Number one, submission to his will. And number two, service in his works. Everybody that became popular in the Bible was either submitting to God's will or doing work. God will promote you based on his will or based on your works. Saul becoming popular, working for his father, looking for donkeys. David, looking to take care of his brothers. Joseph, going to go and look after his brothers. Deborah, doing a good work for the kingdom. Is somebody following this? In other words, it's not project fame for the believer, it's appointment fame. Now, when you have an appointment, do you go sloppily or do you go prepared? That's why I'm preparing you for your appointment with fame. Because you have no idea what fame can do to people. Fame can turn people into dictators. 
into idols, into manipulators, into exploiters, into abusers. Because they're not prepared to handle it. And many times when you're not prepared to handle something, you tend to lose that thing and lose a part of yourself whilst losing that thing. It says shine. What is shining? Shining is the expression of innate value. My innate value. The expression of my innate value. That is shining. The public manifestation. The public demonstration. The unabashed, unrestricted reflection of my value. That is shining. A couple of Bible verses for that. Don't forget, the lamp is not crying. Everybody come and see my light. That's not what it's saying. What the lamp does is that the light just shines. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. It said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good and healing all those oppressed of the devil. Now Jesus the most famous person, most popular person on earth. Can I ask you a question? Did you ever say to people, oh yeah, follow me on Facebook? Talk to me now. Did he say to people, ah, go and tell everybody about this thing right now, 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 now. He said that at the end, go preach the gospel of the kingdom. But there were many miracles he did and he would say, hey, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Let's go to Mark, Matthew chapter 6, 5 to 6. Matthew 6, 5 to 6. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward, but you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have, shut your door. Pray to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Go to verse 16. So he had given that instruction, verses 1 to 4, about the secret place. Then it gives that in 5 to 6. Then it gives a similar instruction, Matthew 6, 16 to 18. Moreover, when you... Oh, come on, y'all. Shout it. What should you do? Why are you, why are you reading with a sound countenance? When is saying don't even be like... Read it again from the beginning with energy. So you are doing a fast and everybody can see <sighs> in your disposition and the way you are walking and you are secretly hoping they will ask us wrong so you can tell them it's day 73 of 100 yeah. you have received your reward now of course I know that for corporate fast and all of that a dimension of that can be known because of mass communication now but it must never be your goal or your intention or your strategic positioning Emanuela <sighs> Say, man, this fast, nobody's asking you. Say, this fast is hot. I, God, even Jesus did 40 days. I'm trying now. This is my day 80. Times I'm double Jesus. Call me JJ. JJ, the devil did dribble you. Oh, you didn't hear, you didn't get that. 
he's saying <laughs> when that light is shining for that light to keep on shining there is more to that light that people are not paying attention to oh no because when the lamp is burning people are not celebrating the wood the wood is what you're doing in the secret place that is giving you luminance in the public space if all people celebrate and compliment you for are the things in the visible realm you don't have much reward with god oh you're me. if everything good about you is stuff that all of us have seen and we've celebrated you for that is your reward but are saying that God wants you to shine. What did Jesus do as he went? He went doing good. Luke 10, 17 to 20. I'm raising to a close. I was hoping to touch on something. Okay, maybe I'll touch on it. Luke 10, 17 to 20. Then the 70 returned with joy. What had happened? A missionary trip. God, Jesus had released them to go on practicals. They had been seeing him healing the sick and raising the dead and all of that. So now he said, practical time. Then the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said, why are you shouting as if it's something new? Behold, I saw the devil fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you. But what should you rejoice in? Rejoice in the fact that your name is where? written in heaven look at somebody say if your name is in heaven you're famous enough he said let your joy be in what is written by God about you not what men are saying about you you know why the words of men are flippant and fickle and fleeting and they will fizzle out the same people that said to Jesus the following week same people that said Hosanna Lord save us roll their clothes and their palm fronts the next week they were saying crucify him so imagine if his self-esteem was undulating on the words of men men are too fickle to feed your soul sniff faith but don't get drunk on its alcohol come on now date fame but don't marry it because if you marry fame at some point you have to divorce it and every time there is divorce you lose a part of yourself so the people that used to be famous and who feel less of a person sometimes you might run into them into a mall or at the airport and you can see they are cringing at the sight of you even coming to them because they feel like I'm less than what I used to be two years ago just because my show is not the leading show any longer. It's ridiculous that you can have fame and still be enslaved by it. Make fame a slave for the advancement of the kingdom, not a master of you in the kingdoms of the world. 
Don't let fame be your master in the kingdoms of the world. Let fame be your slave in the kingdom of God. Don't let fame tell you what to do. Tell fame what to do. It's the fact that some people are not writing anything down. But when they become famous, they'll be like, oh, I'm too famous, I don't know what to do. Because you didn't do what you could do. When you could do what you could. Listen, some of you become so famous to a point that sometimes you'll be out of the country more times than not. And so you might not even be able to sit in a service. Oh, come on. Because I'm saying we're kingdom influencers. Some of you will have to fly into palaces in Iraq. Sometimes I don't want Iraq, I want Canada. Bahrain, Qatar, Oman, where they have more money than they put on Forbes list. You have to learn to disciple, to be discipled. Are you here? Let's close with by looking at David. By the way, somebody might be thinking, oh, you're saying to us, don't ch chase fame, don't pursue fame. But how do I grow my influence? Please write this down. There's a difference between fame and influence. A believer must be committed to extend his influence, but should not be committed to seeking out his own fame. There's a difference. What's fame? Fame is to be known. What's influence? Influence is to make a difference based on what people know about you. commitment for life salt influences soup but it's not shouting see me see me the light influences the room but it's not shouting for attention attention is the byproduct of its brilliance of its illumination so if you have sufficient illumination you will not need to beg for attention and let me tell you, one of the worst things that could happen to somebody is for their fame to be greater than their name. Oh. Oh my word. I wish I could show you that. Can I show you that? I want to close, 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 I want to close. Quickly, somebody should read. Do you have another microphone? Let me get you to read this for me. Someone should read First Chronicles. 14 16 to 17. First Chronicles 14 16 to 17. Someone should read that real quick. If you haven't read it with a microphone. Can somebody else? help us okay people online will not hear you that's that's the challenge all right um let me read it so david so david did as god commanded him and they drove back the army of the philistines from gibeon as far as giza then the fame why are media not helping me today then the fame of david went out into all lands and the Lord brought the fear of him upon our nations. So look at this. Number one, submission to God's will. Number two, service amongst men on God's behalf. Those are the two legitimate pathways to fame. A 
they will have a hint of manipulation. And when God says serve, when he's looking at his influence, the Bible says, the fame of heaven went out into all lands, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon all nations. That is influence. That the people began to revere, reverence God as he demonstrated his power in David. And notice something, what God wants to do for the believer is to make your name bigger than your fame. Because if your fame is bigger than your name, when you run out of fame, rather, if your fame is bigger than your name, when you run out of fame, you will feel less than because your name won't hold much. Are you here? But if your name is bigger than your fame, long after fame has expired, your name still has value amongst men and in the plan and agenda of God. That's why years after Abraham had died and God appeared to Moses said, I'm the God of your father, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Influence, not fame. Your influence should be perpetual. Your fame can undulate. You can even pay your way to fame. First Kings chapter 10 verse 7. I want to show you this. First Kings 10 verse 7. Somebody's going to become very famous. But that fame will not make you prideful or offensive. Oh my goodness. Read the whole chapter later, but let me take you from verse. Oof. Verse 3. So Solomon answered all our questions. That's Queen of Sheba who came from a far distance. People say Africa around Ethiopia. Or Kush around, around Ethiopia. There was nothing so difficult for the king that he could not explain it to her. See, if your fame is bigger than your name, people will ask you questions on the level of your fame and your name will not be able to deliver it. If your fame is bigger than your name, people will ask you questions based on your fame but your name will lack the substance to deliver the answers. Because you're more popular than you are powerful. So she came. See, there's certain people right now, they have a large online following, but if you were to sit with them on one-on-one, you're going to be like, there's a follow to philosophy mismatch. So the movement around you is a contradiction to the mind within you. You can't keep with your brain what you used your bum bum to get. Oh, come on, y'all. Someone send me my good stuff. Isn't that so? Do you disagree with it? You can't so this is why she comes. And, and Solomon answered all the questions. And when the Queen of Sheba had seen all, somebody say, see. All the wisdom, so wisdom can be visible. If your wisdom is only audio, you haven't progressed deep enough. Wisdom is justified of our children, that means you produce something beyond just the boss around you. And when the Queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food and the stable, the sitting of the servants, the service of his widows, and the apparel, his cupbearers, and his entryway by which he went into the house of the Lord, there was no other spirit in her, she fainted. Imagine the level of excellence. She collapsed.
she was not a small girl she was a, a rich and influential person if you see the wealth she traveled for possibly weeks or months for because there was no air travel and she went with camels not even with sheep. that's a long journey with so much wealth when she saw what solomon had she fainted let me prophesy to somebody under god whatever you have now looks like a joke it's going to be like a joke listen if you're on the mainland get ready for stupendous outrageous remarkable wealth there's going to be so much wealth and that's why you better enjoy the preparation because listen some of you will become so wealthy that people will be scared to talk to you That's why I'm preparing you. Some of you, you don't really understand why it's so important now. You haven't seen fame. You're going to get to, into a place where there will be Cadillacs and limousines carrying you everywhere. And it's wealth like this that will keep you grounded. And when they say PLT, who's PLT? You know, there's a way people can become prideful and the people that nurture them and nurse them now look like nothing. Whenever people get to that way, they're on their way to being cut down. In fact, they've been cut down in the spirits. It's just a matter. But you need this level of revelation. You have tech. You get to a point where Peter, I'm sending my private jet for a meeting in New York. And you saw honor at first sight there. Never let the money or the fame you have color the revelation you had that people now look common to you just because you have a bit of money it's a bit, it's a bit now even if you have 100 million dollars it's not a lot of, it's just a bit <laughs> are you here but let me land she said then she said to the king it was a true report which I heard in my own land about your words and your wisdom. Some people have words. You will not just have words, you have words and wisdom. Some people have wisdom, but people cannot see it. You will build something with your wisdom. Oh, I said you will build something with your wisdom. You will build something with your wisdom. You will win something that will build with your wisdom. But the wisdom of your wisdom will bring you results and favor. But you will not be trying to convince people that you are who God has made you. No, you will build what you will produce. What you will create. What you will deliver. What will manifest and reflect the wisdom of God upon your life. That's why you're supposed to be prophesying about your destiny. That every area of your life has gone into isolation and desolation. Because you had fame before, but you failed. Or because you saw what fame did to other people. Or you believed that you could fall right now in the name of Jesus. They will see your wisdom. But look at what she said. I've seen your wisdom and your words. But look at verse 7. However, I did not believe the words until I came and saw with my own eyes. And indeed, is anybody here and read the word? And behold, the half was not told me. In other words, what I heard was less than half of what it is. This is one of my goals in, in life. That no matter the hype people have around PDAMs, that there is more to me than anybody would hype. Let me say to you, you are going into heaven tonight. You will exceed the hype. Oh, where, where have these aliens sounded like popery? Unexpected, pale, broken angels. I said you will exceed the hype. Oh, God should take a 
Sana Prophetna Kaya. You will be multiplied by people saying you are. You will be sustained by people think you are. You will be used by the Lord by people claim you are. You will be more influential than the top 10, top 20, top 40, top 40, top 30. Whatever it is, if it is being produced of you. But forget it. I'm not saying forget about it. It's not like they told me half of it. What is that thing? Listen to this. Solomon's wisdom was not synthetic. It was authentic. How do I know? Because the queen didn't say, Oh, when I saw the conquest that you have in Africa and the land you have in China, he said, When I came to your palace and I saw your waiters, the way they were dressed, I saw the dishes you were using, I saw the... See, some of you, you need to change your dishes. Oh, yes. Because that's how you get your status in the house. Are you hearing me? He said, when I came to your inner circle and your inner caucus and I saw how happy those who are around and said, you're a good leader. Good leadership is not seen by the witness of those who are far from you. It's seen in the testimony of those who are closer to you. Oh, come on now. He said, when I came close and I saw the excellence of your life, you will be back here. Listen, the closer people get to you, the finer they will see you as. Oh. Are you ready for this? That people around you will be prouder of, are you proud of me? People around, people that work with you will be prouder of you. Because when she saw, she said, I saw the waiters. In other words, the way Solomon treated his waiters was good. And look at verse 8. Influence. Verse 8. Happy are your men. And happy are these. Your servants. Who stand continually. Before there was white paper wisdom. There was Solomon's wisdom. He said that wisdom is happy. You know people read my post and they go like. Oh you just made me happy. You just. There is something about that core, that organic, that authentic thing. See, your fame is not connected to your pretense. Your fame is not connected to your forming. David didn't have to wear Saul's armor to kill any giants. It starts from that place where you know God rejoices over you with your singing. The baby burps, but the mother still sings. So sometimes you still mess up. But the mother is still, the father still loves you, right? You still sleep and make some mistakes. But the father is from that pure organic place. That when you walk into the corridors of power, you know that no matter how hostile they are, listen, it will happen for you. It will happen for you. Let me tell you what I saw. I just saw it in this space now. I saw you guys walking into places where, listen, you don't even speak their language, but they will listen to you. Mark that. What's your name? Matilda Rosemond it's happened for many people in this house where translators and translations anyway AI is going so fast where AI will make them go I I'm talking about high power stuff and for some of you who are not supposed to be globally famous we're supposed to be famous in Asura or White House or Kremlin do you know you know there's a real cabal I hope you know that it's in every government anyway. It's not just Nigeria. It's just that recently, people now became aware of it in Nigeria. 
but it's in every government. Go and watch any documentary of power bases. There are always people who are not seen. Some of you, that's who you are. And we need more of you in those back rooms. Your face will not be on any front page, but you are the one that can determine which media house still exists for, for one more day. And for some of you, your fame is purely on your knees in the place of intercession. The whilst people are praying, see, let me, let me tell you something that you might not know about God. The more exposed your works are, more exposed your works are, <laughs> the higher the probability that you're getting some of your rewards already. So the more famous you go, the, go and be hiding yourself or be doing things that nobody knows about that are good. Otherwise, you've already collected your rewards. Because when people hail you, ah, that was a powerful. I'm not saying don't compliment people. So I, I don't, I don't compliment people because I don't want to give them their reward. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. Celebrate and honor people, right? But when people say that, say, glory to God. Thank you so much. Glory to God. I'm going to pray. I release upon this house. What is the assignment? Write this down somewhere. Making glory viral. And then write making good things viral. That's that's your assignment as a believer. Now what's my own? I'm making wisdom viral. What What's my own? I'm making kingship and the kingdom influence viral. What's your own? Whatever that thing is, that's the key. But it must be something good and something that's, that points to God. Points to God. It could be good food to the glory of God. Great marriages to the glory of God. Fantastic parents to the glory of God. Beautiful music to the glory. Beautiful art to the glory of God. Beautiful fitness to the glory of God. But that's the core. Otherwise, you're going to be seduced by this. You're going to be dancing TikTok video that you don't have talent for. On top of all your acrobatics, nobody has even liked it. Do you understand? A lot of people are trying to copy. Forget, forget fame. Focus on the glory of God and goodness amongst men. The fame you need will find you. Are we here? Raise your hands, Father. We give you praise and glory. But over me as sakatat of riash. Father, it shall be said that this is a different house. It shall be said that there are many powerful men and women and kings, but they are loving, they are humble, they are polite, they are disciplined. Where are my haters? It shall be said that there are many unreached people that are billionaires, but they, but they still work in the children's church. Listen, Tate is one of those ministers where people would need to be 40 before they make their first billion. But like all over the wells, they will still keep seducing certain things anonymously. Let that spirit of David, let that spirit of the demon, let the spirit of Jesus, where he wants miracles and they'll be like, don't tell anybody about it. Let it come upon you. Let the spirit of the Lord in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to you that your appointment with fame, you are prepared for it. 
are prepared for it. Whether it happens by happenstance, whether you're just in a place and all of a sudden CNN come right here, BBC come right here, Variety Channel come right here, you'll be prepared not only for that moment, but you'll have the systems and the structures to convert that moment into a movement. Something happened to one of my expressions in the course of the week. Started a podcast three weeks ago, hit top 20 two days ago in Nigeria. Top 20, number 19. And then in its category, number three. So normally I'll post out clips, but I, I posted a clip and I, there's one editing tweak idea and all of that. That video has been seen 110,000 times in three days. 110,000 views in three days. It's been saved over 1,000 times, shared about almost 800 times. But your systems and then the YouTube platform and subscriptions are going boom, boom, boom up. Listen, it does not cost God any. The way that happened, the day of 1 million will come, the day of 10 million, the day of 100 million. That does not cost God anything. But there's a level of fame that can destroy you. Can make you go like, don't talk to me. You might not say physically, but your posture. God wants you to be up to heaven, but down to earth. I don't think that any one of you has related with me and I put, I'm putting my achievements. Many of you don't even know my achievements. It's maybe recently that some of you have begun to who are studious or my history or my pedigree or my acquisitions or my possessions i don't put that in front i don't relate with people it's it's not that's nothing because everybody's going to die right at least your body you will not die you'll be with jesus but your body will drop so after that so it's the things that we do with the fame and the riches that really count grace is released upon you you will enjoy virality. You know, it's part of our confession. Media will get you there. And the higher you go, the humbler you will be. The humbler you will be. So wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name above every name. Your name will be valuable in the earth. God will make your name bigger than your fame. He said, Abraham, I will bless you. And you shall all the families of the earth be blessed says i will make you great then it says i will make your name great so i make you great i make your name great i make your fame great how does god make you great by getting you to submit to his will and to serve others that's how greatness is submitting to god's will expands your capacity your capacity Serving amongst people increases your responsibility. So greater capacity, greater responsibility. After a while, people will start talking about you because of the value you create. So don't forget. And the reason I'm saying is I know many of you, like I don't think of a fame. There's an infection in your generation. There's a fame disease. Famous titus. Fame syndrome. Fame acquisition syndrome. Fast. Any small thing, want everybody to know. Everybody, to be <laughs> we are changed in the name of Jesus. Somebody give God praise and glory. Generation.
generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.